The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. And we'd like to welcome you to another edition of Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio, out on the web at linewsradio.com. I'm your host, Bob Vecchio. Thanks for tuning in each and every week to hear about the amazing programs that our students are involved in in our school districts across Long Island. We're continuing our Spotlight on Long Island Schools segment via remote during the extended school closure because of COVID-19 and the worldwide pandemic. And we're continuing our conversations about issues that are important to you and information that you might not be aware of. We've had this guest on several times before, and he is a recruiter for the U.S. Army, and it is Sergeant Cassia, and we're going to be discussing the new recruiting efforts in today's day and age, what it may look like going forward, and we're also going to once again dispel some of the myths of what serving in uniform for our nation's military is and dispel the myths of what it isn't. So, Sergeant Cassia, welcome back to Spotlight on Long Island Schools, and how are you and your family, uh, first off, holding up during uh, the COVID-19 pandemic? Hey, Bob, uh, thanks for having me again. It's always a pleasure. Um, we're, we're doing fine. You know, we're, um, we're, we're, we're doing everything that we're supposed to be doing, following all the guidelines. Uh, you know, I've, I've became a homeschool teacher, a, a barber, <laughs> you know, I, I became a man of many, many trades these, these last few uh, weeks and so, but, uh, no, we're, we're all doing well. How are you? I, I'm doing good. Um, you know, I had, uh, my, my son is a paramedic, uh, by trade and works in one of the hospitals. He actually contracted the virus, but thank God recovered fully and is back to work. And uh, a couple other family members got sick, my daughter and son-in-law, but again, mild recovered. So a lot to be thankful for. And it kind of gives you a fresh perspective as to what really matters. My first question for you is you are now a homeschool teacher and around your kids all the time. How well did the army prepare you to be the head guy, the commanding officer in your home during this pandemic? (laughs) Uh, Well, I mean, uh, it's, uh, it has definitely prepared me, you, you know, uh, my, my, uh, I've, been, I've, been, I've improved my patience level, uh, you know, so <laughs> overall, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's been great, you know, but definitely, definitely appreciate what the teachers do, you know, so, uh, well, yeah, no, it's, it's been fun. So, Sergeant, what I wanted to ask you, I guess, to start off with, um, you know, every year you guys have certain goals from a recruiting effort standpoint. And, and normally this time of the year, you are fast and furious getting uh, your future soldiers depth in, as they would say. Uh, how has this shutdown impacted your recruiting efforts? And um, has it you know diminished the number of recruits? Or have you been pretty much business as usual and maybe doing it remotely like so much of the world is doing things these days? Well, absolutely. We are certainly doing everything virtually as well. Um, I know, you know, there was um, someone came across and said that the, that the U.S. Army or the military, you know, was closed or some type of caption like that, um, you know, which, which, which is incorrect. You know, we, we are certainly open for business. Um, but again, doing everything as, uh, as everybody else is doing everything virtual. So, you know, we're doing a lot of our stuff via social media. Uh, primarily Instagram. Um, you know, we do push out a lot of great content on that uh, to try and engage our audience and kind of inform them via Instagram. 
uh, as far as some of the great opportunities. Uh, a, a primary thing we're doing is kind of showing everybody, you know, the the person side of us, you know, to kind of let them know that, hey, you know, we, you know, we're 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 just like you, you know, and and, and whomever, you know, we we are normal people with normal lives. So, you know, this, you know, we, we have the opportunity to kind of show them our our personal side, and you know, that that's kind of what really captures the uh, the attention mostly is them seeing us on our, um, you know, not in the full soldier mode. Um, you know, so that kind of relates to them with that, but no, we're, we're definitely still doing full operation. Uh, we're conducting appointments via FaceTime, uh, telephonically, um, you know, and then just preparing everybody for the next steps, uh, when, when MEPS is, uh, when, when MEPS is up and running, ready to start processing people once again. And just explain to the audience when MEPS is back up and operational, what is that? So what MEPS is, is the uh, Military Entrance Processing Station, and all the branches um, all the branches uh, send their applicants there in order to complete the processing to join any of the branches of the military. Um, it's located, the one that we utilize is located in uh, Fort Hamilton, Brooklyn. Um, and, you know, whether you're going to take the test, take the physical, go down there and join, um, that's, what, um, that's what the MEPS is. And, again... Uh, being that it's located in, you know, New York City, uh, within the boroughs, um, a lot of precautions have to be uh, taken in order to ensure that, you know, we are flattening the curve at the MEPS and we're not bringing it, you know, bringing the virus in there and then, you know, just continuing on with what's going on. So, um, yeah. So what are some of the new steps that they are taking? Because... I also heard somebody ask me or say to me that uh, the military may be pulling back on recruiting future soldiers until they understand the long-term health impacts that COVID-19 may have uh, from a health and safety concern. Uh, have things changed along those lines because of this? Well, there's 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 a few steps that have to happen. Um, you know, we you know we have a questionnaire that we ask them to ensure. You know. It's, some simple questions, hey, have you felt ill or, you know, any symptomatic type things that may relate to COVID, um, you know, just to, you know, and we have them fill out a questionnaire and any, any time that, you know, we are um, doing any type of, um, you know, uh, transporting, you know, we have all the proper PPE in place, you know, we emphasize all the, the masks and the gloves and the disinfectants, you know, we, we really are taking every step possible to protect both the, the, the recruiting individuals as well as anybody who is trying to process as well. Okay. And has, has anything, and maybe you don't know the answer to this, but has anything changed in the way they operate or will be operating, say, the boot camps and the barracks and things like that going forward as well? No. I mean, uh, I, don't, I don't have a plug in, into, the, into the basic training, um, but they, they are also, um, you know, Strictly enforced in every possible way that they can to ensure that nobody is going to get, you know, uh, contract the virus while training. So as far as a specific answer to that, of course, I don't have that, but I do know that they are taking all appropriate measures. And what are some of the new methods in which you're trying to get your message out to get new recruits? I mean, uh, a large part of that might have incorporated school visits, let's say. I know uh, at William Floyd, where I sit on the school board, you know, you would have the recruiters come and visit students at the school on a voluntary basis, of course. Uh, how has that changed now with the school closures? How has that changed your recruiting tactics? Um, again, we, we, we primarily try to push that push the message through Instagram. Um, you know, we're able to kind of filter our audience. Um, you know, we'll, we'll search perhaps the, you know, if, if we were 
um, looking to push the message out to the William Floyd area. You know, we'll highlight, you know, like Shirley, Massac, Massachusetts, and the surrounding areas, which will then, you know, uh, you know, which, which will then, you know, promote the information we're pushing out to those individuals there. So, uh, you know, again, everything is being pushed out through the social media platform. Great. And if somebody listening is interested and has thought about uh, whether you're still in school or maybe you might be out, but you might be thinking, hey, you know, the military might be a right step for me. How would they go about uh, researching that or contacting a local recruiter? Well, the best thing uh, that they can do is, you know, we, we do have GoArmy.com, uh, and that has a lot of great information on it. Um, we do have five recruiting stations located in Suffolk County, so they can certainly just go on Google, um, you know, plug in recruiting station near me, um, and then, you know, uh, contact. The contact information is all on Google. Uh, reach out to the recruiter, uh, kind of, you know, request the information. There's a way of going online to request the information for the recruiter to reach out and contact them directly. Um, but I mean, yeah, just, just, you know, just, just go on Google, find your local recruiting station, um, and ask your question. Not everything is on goarmy.com. You know, uh, it's, it's so much better to really get the, uh, get the one-on-one conversation with the recruiter and, you know, kind of hear from their perspective, uh, because there's so much more that's involved in the army. That's not with, you know, that doesn't get, uh, told to you on goarmy.com. Some of the things that, you know, that we have uh, endured during our time in the Army and experiences that can help kind of facilitate some of the opportunities and benefits for someone who may be interested. All right. So it's GoArmy.com. Of course, we're talking with Sergeant Cassia, an Army recruiter. Uh, and there are stations here in Suffolk County, but GoArmy.com. Google one of the uh, local recruiting stations and talk to a recruiter. That's usually the best thing to do. We're talking about recruitment. Future soldiers, the benefits. When we come back from the break, we'll talk about the benefits of what is available to you if you decide to enlist and serve in our nation's military. A very interesting stat, 70% of high school seniors are not eligible to serve in today's military for a multitude of reasons. The remaining 30%, only 1% usually choose to enlist, and less than 1% of our nation's population serves our country in uniform in one of the branches of service. So when we come back from the break, we'll continue our conversation with Sergeant Kosnia, U.S. Army recruiter here in Suffolk County, and we'll dispel some of the myths, we'll highlight some of the benefits, and maybe serving our nation in uniform might be the right choice for you. You're listening to Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio and on LINewsradio.com. And we'd like to welcome you back to Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio. It's Bob Vecchio. Once again, this is a special issues segment. And the issue, future soldiers enlisting into our nation's military. And we're continuing our conversation remotely during COVID-19 pandemic times. But we're trying to get relevant information out to you, our listening audience, about information that may be important to you especially during these trying times. And I also just, again, send out this message. There is hope. We're coming to a close to this sooner than later. Some valuable lessons have been learned. And one of the most important things I hope that is learned is you appreciate the simple things. You appreciate good health. You appreciate the warmth of the sun on your face. And the materialistic things, 
don't really matter so much when there's a time of need. And I hope that is the message that we all learn when we do get back to the new normal. Speaking of the new normal, enlisting into our nation's military is not something that's new, but it may be a little different going forward. But first, some of the benefits that you can enjoy if you choose to serve are quite, you know, rich. And and there's really good benefits that could be available to you. So Sergeant Cassia. Let's let's first remind the listening audience about your personal journey, how you decided to serve in our nation's military. Thank you for your service, by the way. But take us through your journey on how it began for you and it led you to where you're at now. So um, I enlisted in uh, 2002. So I in April 2002. So I, I just hit uh, 18 years. Um, and when when I first went down to the recruiting station, um, I, I mean I've always wanted to join. You know, and something that was really, really just interesting to me was during the desert storm time, uh, when everybody was putting the yellow ribbons around the trees to show support for the men and women who were overseas, uh, you know, uh, who, who were a part of the desert storm. I just find that fascinating that there was so much support given to them. I mean, I had my own collection of G.I. Joes and everything else that I kind of mm-hmm. already, you know, had an interest in anyway, you know. Um and then, you know, when I graduated high school, um, you know, I, I went to Suffolk for a little bit. I realized that that wasn't what I wanted to do. Um, so I, I went down to the recruiting station and, uh, and I joined. And I first joined as a, as a tanker. So I was, uh, you know, running around on the Abrams tanks for, for several years. Um, and then and now I'm a, I'm a permanent recruiter uh, located in Patchogue. Great. So tell us about some of the benefits that future soldiers or enlistees can derive from serving in our nation's military. There's a whole host of benefits, not just, you know, uh, money for college and things like that, but give, give us, uh, give us, you know, your salesman's pitch as far as why it benefits those who choose to enlist. Well, one of the key things that, um, that we do provide now, now all the military branches have a lot of great opportunities. Um, but when it comes to how we process young men and women for the army, uh, one thing that we're able to do um, is we can select your job before you go down to enlist. So, and then what you can do is you take the test, and then you can see all the jobs that you qualify for, and then we kind of show you everything that comes along with that job. For instance, if you become a, a real mechanic, uh, you can get uh, ASC certified from it, something that you can take out into the civilian sector. If you are a uh, healthcare specialist, a 68 whiskey, uh, aka a combat medic. Um, you can, you, you will get your national registry to be an EMT, you know? So a, a lot of the great opportunities are from the certifications that you get and the credentialing that you can transition out into the civilian sector and immediately be an asset to any company, uh, that, that you apply for. Um, a great opportunity also is as you, as you start to transition out of the, out of the army, um, you have something called soldier for life. Uh, transition assistance program, and that kind of helps facilitate your movement from the Army into the civilian sector. They will teach you how to build your resume. They will teach you how to do interviewing skills. Some of the things that you probably didn't have to worry about for a few years, and then now that you're getting ready to embark on a different journey um, in the civilian sector, something that's going to prepare you. because We want you to ensure that you are as successful in the Army uh, or out of the Army as you are in the Army and that you will continue to grow professional. When it comes to education, I, I mean, that, that is absolutely huge. And a lot of people just don't really know the amount of education that is provided. So every single year, uh, you get $4,000 of tuition assistance that you can apply towards 
uh, towards any, any degree plan. Um, you know, a lot of soldiers, you know, we, we utilize that. We go to college. Um, now, $4,000 doesn't sound like a lot at first, you know, but it, it adds up over time. Now, we have also something called your joint service transcripts. When you do, when, when you, when you do your training in the Army, a lot of it translates over into civilian college credit. So when I started applying for my associate's degree, you know, I went to basic training. I did um, a leadership uh, course called PLDC, um, my, my, uh, my MOS training. That gave me 30, 30, roughly 30-something college credits, about 35 college credits that I applied towards my associate's degree. And then I only had to do the remaining 25, and I had my degree. Um, we have something called a post-9-11 GI Bill, where that gives you 36 months of, uh, of tuition assistance towards any, uh, any local school. Um, and it also covers up to roughly about 75% of a private school and some of the more expensive schools. Um, you also get a housing allowance along with that. So if you were to go to your Suffolk Community College, and I just use that just because this is where we are, you would get roughly $3,200 direct deposited into your account every month while you are a, a full-time student. So you're going to get a housing allowance. You're going to get your tuition paid for. Oh, and you also get $1,000 for books and stipends that get added on to that as well. The best wow. part about the post 11 GI absolutely, the best part about it is if you, it's, it's called the 6 to 16 rule. Once you enlist for six years and you commit, to, and then you commit and you're in between 16 years, you could transfer these benefits to your spouse or to your dependents. So um, I was able to give my wife eight months of financing that she used towards her uh, her RN, and she got her bachelor's degree as, as an RN. And then my children also have college opportunities for when 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 they become a college age too. That that is an amazing benefit that I don't think most people are aware of. Now let me let me ask you this from a perspective of a parent. Talk to me as a parent and address some of the concerns that you've heard from parents and dispel some of the myths. You know, because it, it's scary times, right? Anything can happen at any point in time, anywhere in the world. And when you don that uniform, you also sign up for, well, if the commander-in-chief says you got to go somewhere, up and away you go. Talk to me as far as some of the conversations you would have with parents as, as far as the benefits and trying to ease some of those fears. The, the biggest thing that a lot of the obstacles that we get from many of the influencers is they feel as if anytime you are to go overseas and, and you know, it, it may be into an austere environment, they automatically assume that you're going to be given a rifle regardless of your job and are asked to go, you know, go win the war or, or, or you know, or, or go fight alongside. Um, we, we have combat MOSs and combat jobs who, that is their primary job is to is to do the combat operation. Majority of the jobs in the army are combat support. You know, so we have human resources. We got to make sure our pay is right. We have we have the, the the medical personnel. We have dental personnel. Uh, we have the mechanics to ensure that we have the vehicle. So when you do go over to an austere environment, um, or you just do a, a rotation to a country, just because we do training rotations and sustainment rotations. That's what you're going to do there. You know, I mean, you're going to do your job. We're not, you know, you were tasked and trained to do a certain job. That's what you're going to do at the location that you are to go, uh, that you may or may not, you know, deploy to or rotate to overseas, regardless if it's a non-austere or an austere environment. And listen, serving overseas could be Germany or Japan, right? Not what everybody comes to mind right away. Uh, so, it's again, it's not exactly uh, immediate 
thoughts to a hostile territory. Well, Sergeant, I want to thank you. I want to remind folks, again, goarmy.com is the website. Look for your local recruiting stations here in Suffolk County. I know there is one in Patchogue. There's one in Center Reach. And where's the third one, Sergeant? So we have Patchogue, Selden, Riverhead, Smithtown, and Bayshore. Okay, so several different stations. Sorry. So there's plenty of locations near you because the best thing to do after you do some initial research online is to sit down with somebody like Sergeant Kosky who can answer all your questions, who's been there, done that, knows all the information as far as the benefits that are available, and really trying to help guide you through your Army career. And without the recruiters, the start of some of these folks and their service would never happen. So thank you for what you do. Thank you, Bob. All right. Well, continue to stay safe, and I wish you well, and thank you for your wife, who's also an RN, like you said. You've been listening to Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio, and this was a special issue segment about becoming a future soldier and serving in our nation's military. Again, less than 1% of our population serve our country in uniform, and that's why we always say thank you. That's why we appreciate what they do for the other more than 99% of us, protecting our liberties, freedoms, and defending us wherever we need them to be. And sometimes it's the helping hands at home that matter most. I also want to remind folks we're going to continue to bring you relevant information about education. Tune in each and every week. Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio. Streaming live on the web at LINewsradio.com. Check out our Facebook page, Spotlight on Long Island Schools. That's your place to go. Suggest a program, club, or activity that your students are involved in. And we might not, we may spotlight them next right here on our show. Again, stay safe, stay healthy, stay informed, and stay tuned to JBC Broadcasting on LI News Radio. See you next week. The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.